Hello, and welcome to episode three of The Shocker. Uh, right now, um, I am standing, or I'm sitting in the beautiful Whittier studio at Undercity Comics. Uh, let's go ahead and go around the table and introduce ourselves. My name is Nicholas Valero. Hello, my name is Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. My name is Justin. I'm an improv actor, if some of you don't know. Uh, Justin Carl's to be exact, or Carl Steen, depending on how Jewish the room is. <laughs> anyway, back to you, Chris. Justin, thank you for that awesome introduction. I was not expecting so much life. Oh, man, I'm about that life. Like Miley, I'm about that life. It's good, it's good to have you back after last week. Yeah, it was. Like, you know, we really did appreciate the Derishes. Derishes is something I've been working on for the past year or two. I think I've got the accent down. Um, uh, it's a little Asian, a little his- like Guamanian in there, I believe. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, I, I think we, we actually have a lot of to cover this episode just because it's a very uh, deep topic. So, uh, sure. Yeah, sure. So uh, this week's topic is actually uh, family. Hmm. So uh, what we hope to achieve is to give enough bad advice so that way everyone in the world can do the opposite of what we're going to recommend in, in terms of what you should do to have a very nice life, to get a family, and how to, you know, just deal with family in general throughout your life. Because, you know, your family's always going to be with you with whether you like it or not. That's true. I get that. Okay. So uh, let's actually go around the table. Let's start with the definition of what is family to you. Well, uh, Chris, I left uh, Renton, uh, Washington when I was about 14 years old. I wanted to be a star. I wanted to be the next James Stamos. So I moved all the way to Los Angeles where I got my big break in a sitcom. You may have seen it. It was called Brotherly Love. Hello. Hello. Mm. The Lawrence Brothers show on the Disney Channel. Mm. Oh, well, I played the little one, um, Andrew. Andrew Lawrence's uh, best friend. Anyway, so... I don't know my family too well. So the family I do have right now is basically people of my improv group at UCB, people that I, I've met at my uh, my Alcoholics Anonymous uh, group, um, people I've met at Groundlings. Um, well, if you must know, I am part of a couple improv groups right now. Oh, yes, please. Um, the one I'm in right now is called Winprov, and we're located in Culver City. Um, I was in one in Long Beach called Fun Scripted. That one... Um, Hmm, that one didn't go too well. I got a little violent at one of the shows. How violent? violent. How violent uh, are we talking? Well, let's just say I punched a little kid. Whoa. Wait, with your fist? No. With my humor. And with my fists. <laughs> um, I was in a short-lived uh, feminist group called Murder She Joke. Uh, that one didn't last too long. Apparently, Orange County is a bunch of, is a bunch of uh, manly men, so they didn't get my feminist humor, mm. if you know what I mean. Aruga! Anyway, so uh, yeah, family to me is just basically people I've met. It's not exactly about blood. But, you know, if you must, if you must dig, dig dog, <laughs> best game of all time, right? Mm. Anyway, if you must dig, um, I can't talk about my mom and dad, who I love very much just haven't seen in a long time fuck you when was when was the last time that you saw your parents i was 14 i told you Mm, that's right um i grew up in a small town of renton washington right next to seattle um it's very green over there Mm. lots of wildlife lots of birds and lots of uh yeah lots of getting told i'm a worthless piece of shit but i'm not mom i'm gonna be a star i am a star mom Okay. Um, 
Thank you. Thank you. Very quickly. Um, how about you, Nick? What does family mean to you? Well, you know, I grew up in I grew up in in town. I Whittier born. You know, uh, got a single brother, a bunch of cousins, all from the same father, different mothers, and uh, which are but mainly like friends and stuff like that. That would be like my like my family more or less. Okay, for the most part. And then uh, for myself, you know, I have uh, two parents. Uh, one younger brother, and uh, I have a girlfriend I've been with a long time, and then I also have a crap ton of friends that I've had for almost over a decade. So, like, and I have new friends that I just met, which are awesome. So, I, I would agree with Nick that you know that's family. Chris, you came from an Italian background, <laughs> didn't you? I, I yes, I'm. I've like, been working on a new Italian character. His name is Mr. Spaghetti, and he goes something like this: "Hello, I am a Mr. Spaghetti." Is that good? Uh, is that good? Tell me it's good. It's good. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. Even though... Gra- gra- grazie. Yeah. Well, even though Italians don't sound that way, but I, I appreciate it. That was the most racist Italian I've ever heard. No, it's humor. Get it? What is your definition of humor? My definition of humor... Okay, I could go on for an hour describing the herald technique of improvisation learned at the fine school of groundlings, but you two wouldn't get it. Mm. Okay, well. But Mr. Spaghetti is a rough character so far, so I wouldn't expect you to uh, find the nuances and small bits here and there to be as accurate. Well, like you said, it's a new character, so you're still being developed, so maybe in the future we can have you on as Mr. Spaghetti. In the future, there will be a flying cars. Yes. Okay, uh, let's go back on topic uh, about family. So now that we all went around and said, what is family or what is our family, um, how about let's start off with uh, someone that doesn't have a family. Um, what is necessary to try to achieve a family or have a family? Well, um... I think the first thing you have to do is uh, trust. Yeah, trust is a really, really, really big component in family. You see, uh, when I first came to L.A., I moved in with a 35-year-old man. Um, his name was Simon. Hmm, Simon says. Simon says, don't touch me at night. Um, Simon was a struggling actor. He was in a couple things like Full House. Uh, Your butt. He wasn't. He was not my butt. I am not a gay, just like Ethan from the last episode. But um, sorry, Ethan. Anyway, um, you know, I trusted him not to a come into my room at night and come in my eyes, <laughs> two steal my money that I kept in a sock, and three spit in my food because you know I didn't know how to cook. I was uh, you know 14 at the time. He made all my meals. He liked to put this uh, little supplement in there. Um, I think it was called uh, sperm. No, um, cyan. Cyanide? cyanide cyanide and uh, apparently that's a nice spice from guam <clears throat> i don't that's a poison bro yeah man that's what the nazis used on the jews in the showers yeah, i've been giving cyanide to my friends and how many of them are still alive mm. well hector is in the hospital but it's because he has hiv um there's larry he's doing okay uh, Cyan- what's, your de- what's your definition of okay well, Using teeth, you know, dying. No, 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 just some hair loss. And he, he is kind of going blind, but the doctor said if he lays off the hamburgers, then, you know, I'm assuming it's just a diabetic reaction. Sure, get that blood pressure down, you know, make sure. Yeah. Diabetes did that? Yeah. I doubt it. You're telling me that cyanide is a poison? Mm. Yep. Yes. Why is it so tasty then? Because it 
It's trying to kill you. No, maybe that's just an expression that people do. Like, you know, when you go into a Western bar and you're like, hello, partner, pick your poison. And I'm just like, yeah, beer. It's just like saying beer, cyanide beer. It's the same thing. No, no, no. That's a scientific fact. It's poison. What scientific fact are you? T- Where's who? What scientist is telling you these things? Uh, like every scientist ever, ever like science. Doc Brown. Marty, 1.21 gigawatts. I uh, know, like most of the most of the German doctors that killed Jews in the in the Holocaust, they kind of told a oh, lot. Oh, Holocaust, holla 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 Holocaust. So okay, just because a bunch of people landed on the moon, you have to be so bitter about it. I mean, wait, wait, the, what? Wait, what? Landed on the moon? What does that have to do with you eating cyanide and Holocaust. giving it to your friends? Or the Holocaust? The, well, Holocaust? I mean, the Holocaust makes sense. Same thing. Wait, what? How is that the same thing? Yes, please. Uh, we call the Holocaust when Americans landed on the moon. What? Okay, I, am I missing something? I'm so confused. Yeah. Didn't you learn in 7th or 8th grade that that's what happened in 1969? They landed when, on the moon and then they... When the Lance moon. Armstrong landed on the moon with Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> and they call it the Holocaust. That's the Holocaust. What school did you go to? Well, I dropped out in eighth grade, but that was maybe the last thing I learned. Now, were you, maybe in eighth grade, I don't know, were you watching a lot of Disney movies? No. No, I am an actor. I only watch films. Oh, not movies. Were you watching any Disney films? Well, there were a couple. There was A Little Mermaid. There was Toy Story. That's probably where you got Buzz Lightyear. Did you like to ride bikes? Just, you know. They like to ride bikes. Of course, I live in Washington. We love to ride bikes there. Bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bike. Okay, that, well, that explains some of the confusion. This is this is starting to make a lot more sense. Yeah. Okay, now let's move back on to family, since that weird off. Um, so, how do you get a family? How did I get a family? Or how would you get a family if you didn't have one? Well, like I said, one, it takes a lot of trust. Mm-hmm. Um, two, um, I would say, hmm, I would say a lot of uh, deception. Deception? Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so basically, let's say you want someone to like you. You okay. start buying them gifts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You start um, telling them they're, they look nice, even though they're ugly as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, you start telling them that they're really talented. And, you know, maybe you give them a hand job here or there, so a ho- you, Hollywood handshake. So you lie to them, you sexually abuse them, and just kind of steal their shit? So That's just how you play the game, honey. If you want family, you're going to have to play a little dirty. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Sparkle. So, um, hy- so hypothetically, let's just say <clears throat> you're trying to start a family, and to start a family, you would need a partner. Uh, so if you're by partner, whether it be male or female, you would sexually arouse them into liking you. Well, we're not, it's not, we're not related by blood, honey. Well, of course not. But like to start a family, like you need someone else, like, you know, to make, make a kid or. Yeah. You would have to, uh, let's say you wanted to seduce a young woman or a young man. Uh, you would have to, uh, you you know, you also want to seduce a young man. No, I'm talking about not a child, you pervert. No, I'm not I'm not talking about a child. I'm talking about an 18-year-old man. Oh. Here. Okay. 
So let's say you were trying to seduce an 18-year-old man. Okay. You would Wait, buy him... Is this 18-year-old man still in high school, or have they graduated high school? No, he's graduated high school. Okay? So the last day of uh, senior year, you pick him up outside the school, and you say, Hey, lover boy, looks like you've got a talent for rolling that tongue. How about you come over and make some mouth sushi? Am I right? So how long have you been, how long did you talk to that young man before, you know, you brought him into your car? This is theoretical. None of that happened. I'm into women. Thank you. Just wanted to make sure. Anyway, like I was saying before, takes a lot of trust, takes a lot of deception Mm. in order to win family members. And because of that, I have plenty of family. I have a surrogate dad. I have a sort of a surrogate mom who's a professor over at USC. Um, I believe her husband... Or her life partner may have been on this show. Mm-hmm. Really? What was what was his name? Doctor Sage. Wait, what? Wait, are you related to the Doctor Sage? No, not. I mean, his my my surrogate mom is mm. his is his life partner. Really? really? Yeah. What was her name again? Her name was Isabel. That's right. That is right. Wow. Oh, just out of curiosity, have you talked to the individual recently? Or have you talked to Isabel yet? I oh. had dinner with them last night. Are they doing well? They are doing well. Apparently, he thought it would be funny if he just walked through the house with mud on like a freaking asshole. And she forgave him. Mm. But that was okay. Um, how, was so, his, how was his kale salad? He kept on raving about it, the kale salad. Kale salad is amazing. I added a little bit of secret secret ingredient. Dr. Sausages. No, cyanide. Did you Did just you kill, kill Dr. Sage? Dr. Sage is not dead. He's alive and well. I saw him this morning. Did he look slightly different? Good? Did he look ill? Did he, he had bags under his eyes, but that's because he's always up all night reading. All right, stop going over their house. I like Dr. Sage. Yeah, he's actually a, a lovely individual. Anyway, yeah. I like them way more than my parents, and I've grown to love them. I've grown to adore them. They are probably the cutest couple I've ever met in my mm. entire life. Okay. Okay. All right, uh, Nick, um, how about you? Any advice on how to get a family if you don't have one? Well, I mean, if you don't, ha- if you don't honestly have a family. But, you I mean, know, humans naturally want to be attracted to a herd, so they may want to procreate. They may want to do something, like, to get a family. Like, you know, I mean, what, what advice can we give? Well, yeah, the, I mean, the easiest way in which you can actually get a family or anything like that or get anything like that is, I mean, let's be honest, just go into a house with a gun and just show up. Mm. It's the fastest okay. way. Just tell them, you know what? I will be here for as long as it takes. You know, the quicker you buck up. Yep. And uh, join the family. That's the, pretty much it. The more we get on with our lives. Exactly. Maybe pistol whip the father a little bit, show who's boss in, mm-hmm. inside the house. As long as the as long as the father understands who's boss, the kids will understand who's boss. Okay. And then there you go. You have a brand new family all to yourself. That sounds like a really good idea for a cool sketch. Okay. Okay. Let's do a little role playing here. Um, okay. So your... You're the you're the lonely housewife inside the house, okay? okay? And I am you bursting in. You're gonna rape me, aren't you? No, 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 no. no. Let's just let's try this. Let's try this. Um, wait, wait. Say hi. My name is Nick. Hi, my name is Nick. I think I got you. I think I got you. All right. And okay. Who is it? Put your motherfucking hands up, bitch. I'm about to come in there and fucking kill you, bitch. Spread your legs, motherfucker. We about to start a family. Mmm, I like your white titties. I like your white pussy and that... Oh, my God. You got some blonde hairs coming out that pussy, don't you, girl? Mmm. Mmm. Oh, yeah. No, that's just not... That ain't my dick. Bitch, that's a gun. 
You gonna put your motherfucking hands up Cause I'm about to kill you JK We about to start a family How about me and you go up in the bedroom We gonna make some kids Some mulattoes And we about to raise them Be some basketball players Some models Or race car drivers Whatever I'm about to be inside you girl Someone help Bitch shut the fuck up Hey Bite down on this ham sandwich Why a ham sandwich Bite down on this ham sandwich Why a ham sandwich JK That's my dick Scene You know okay. what? I was right. That would work. That would definitely work. Um, with all due respect, that didn't sound like Nick. Uh, I am a trained actor. That did sound like Nick. You just have Italian ears. Yeah, that, you know what? Uh, I'm going to stick with that. It, it may also be the acoustics. No, that's not, probably the acoustics in his room. That's not true. That's how I sounded right after seeing Straight Outta Compton. Mm. That is a very good movie. It's an excellent movie, actually. It's an excellent movie. Mm. But yeah, but, but I mean, besides that, I mean, the only other way in which you can really get someone to, you know, be a family or anything like that, straight up blackmail. Find out something that they like, something that they're hiding or anything like that. Hold it over their head. Brand new friend. Hmm. See, for me, I kind of like the approach that Charles Manson did where... Cult. Cult. There you go. Exactly. That's good shit, too. You know, you can grow your family as much as you want without the actual need to grow a family, like, like the way humans normally grow a family. You just give them drugs give them purpose and you tell them that there's a race war going on once that race war doesn't happen you can be like oh i must have miscalculated the day but it's still happening yeah yeah i mean it's kind of it's kind of like always saying that the end of days is always two years ahead of time so you know why not live for tomorrow and just be a part of my group because you don't know if you're gonna live or die tomorrow exactly what's a cult um it's a it's it's a family that it's a group of people that all live together in like a commune like a like a little like group house Mm -hmm. no that's a church Okay, and then when once you're living there, you know, you guys are all kind of like, it's a community where you guys all do stuff for each other. You guys all like farm, you know, self-sufficient Kind of like a co-op. Very, like, very much like a co-op. No, that sounds like church. And, um, some- and, then every so, and then every so often, you know, the, the, the head person of the, of the cult, you know, takes one of the females as his wife and fucks them. And then after that, you know, a little bit down the ways, once they've kind of started figuring out that the cops are on the way, you know, they... Kill everyone with cyanide, no. actually. Cyanide, actually, yeah. That sounds like church. Wait, like your church? Uh, okay. So, okay. When I first came to LA, I joined something called the Church of Superlight, and the Church of Superlight, we basically hold up inside of a barn. There was a guy in a big black robe. Uh, he had someone at his side. Uh, we called her uh, Queen Superlight. Um, apparently she was a school teacher back in her time, but anyway, um, every single day we would go outside, maybe tend to the beets, tend to the, to the banana trees, and he would take someone's life every couple of months. He said it was a sacrifice to, um, God's superlight. So <clears throat> the church that you joined. Yeah. Did human sacrifices. Yeah. Human sacrifices. It was just to appease um, God's superlight. Well, I'm not going to say you were wrong. You're absolutely right. Um, your church does sound like a cult. Mm-hmm. I've never even I've never heard that word before. Actually, cult. No, How do you spell it? it? It's not that it, it's not that it, it sounds like a cult. It, it was a cult. Yeah, it, it, it was a cult. Well, you, you were in a cult, bro. Just out of curiosity, since we're on the topic, um, was cult. there any, was there any families in 
the cult or oh, in your, I'm sorry in your church there was plenty of families there's families of six families of five all of them had what they called um oh deceased names or deceased names basically it's names that they had before they entered the church so there was like the Ramirez family there was the oh the Jonathan family was very nice um but they apparently as far as I know they lived the rest of their lives out there but I heard there was a fire really close to that barn I'm not sure what happened I escaped Mm-hmm. Because they kept trying to hold down my talent. I wanted to put on productions mm-hmm. inside the barn, and they told me I couldn't. So I left really quickly. They're nice people, though. How, how now? How so? Did they all die, or are like some of them still living? I have no idea. I haven't seen their faces since I put on my solo performance of Godspell. Day by day, oh dear Lord, three things I pray. It's a musical that was put on in the 70s. It was sort of like a Jesus Christ superstar. A little more edgy. Okay. Okay. This, I mean, besides the fact that your cult leader was trying to kill you and you escaped. Do not think that's a, it's a cult. Can we just uh, agree to disagree? Because... You know, just for the sake of It was a time. church. It was a, it was a place for learning and healing. You know, let's just agree to disagree. Sure. Why not? Okay. Bitch. Oh, you sassy motherfucker. Okay. So, um, let's continue on with the topic about family. So, now that we all have established a way to get a family, you know, it's perfectly natural when you do have a family that you may want to procreate and, uh, you know, have some offspring. So, I think it would be great if we can go into some hypotheticals or even um, some scenes um, about how we would raise our children. So, let's start with... um, you know, unfortunately, it comes down to every family would have to eventually discipline their kid. Like, how would you discipline your kids, you know, and deal with that? Because it, unfortunately, it is just something you have to do as much as you don't want to because you probably love them. But, you know, we do have to discipline them. So um, start. Well, the way I was raised was probably a little bit different than you guys. Um, when I was about six or seven, I uh, had wet fingers after coming out of the pool. And apparently I was playing with the power outlets inside. And my dad said, my dad said, uh, Justin, get your skinny white ass in the fucking living room. Pull down your stupid ass pants and shit on the floor. Shit on the floor, and when you're done, clean up the shit with your hands. Boy, if I see you not shit completely on that floor, I will hide you like a motherfucking rat. I would approach that a little differently, though. Um, My style's less aggressive. Um, I would probably make them just pee themselves. Yeah, because shit seems a little bit extreme. Shit is extreme, but if he were to do something like kill a person, I'd probably make him shit on the floor. Hmm. Okay. Obviously, a more harsher punishment for a much more harsher um, behavior. Makes sense. Uh, so um, now, would, would you ma- would he make sure that like the shit was like watery, or like would he just like it was just like a nice hard shit? No, whatever came out of me. So if it was watery, I'd have to clean it up with some uh, a little technique my mom taught me using Sprite and a uh, Sprite and a nylon brush. It got the shit right out of the carpet. 
Right. Yeah, that's that, that sounds like that would work. Um, but every once in a while, if it was dry and large, I could just pick it up with my bare hands, toss it into the dumpster, and we're good to go. Was there any other uh, forms of punishments that your parents did? Because, or unless was your father the only one that um, laid out punishment in that? No, not at all. Sometimes, um, yeah, sometimes they would just hit me. Okay, so just a good old. No, not at all. Why would that discipline a kid? No. My dad had something called a Louisville slugger, and apparently that's what you use for softball or for baseball. He would put the Louisville slugger up to my neck and hold it against, hold it against, hold my neck against the wall, and he would look me in the eyes and he would say, uh, "Justin, you gay little bitch. Now, if you ever talk like that to your mother again." I will take this baseball bat and crack your fucking skull. Look me in the eyes, you stupid motherfucker. I hate you. I wish you died along with your three other brothers in that flood. Now I'm going to take this baseball bat and crack you in the fucking teeth. And if any of those teeth break off, you pick it up with your fucking asshole. You got me? Yeah, and so he would... He was a little bit more harsh, but yeah, I got hit every once in a while. I lost a lot of teeth that year. I was a bad boy. <laughs> Holy fuck, someone should have called child services on you. Why is that? Because he beat the shit out of you with a fucking baseball bat. Uh, no. He, he told me he wasn't going to if I behaved, so he just knocked out a couple teeth. So you just disobeyed and you paid the price for it. Yeah. And now I have really nice pearly whites that actually get me a lot of rolls. So they're all veneer. Oh, you have veneer teeth now. I have veneers. They're the, very beautiful. Makes sense. Makes a lot very of sense. Very beautiful. Uh, uh, Dr. Lichtenstein does really good work. Dr. Lichtenstein? Yes. Does he like specif- specify inside of teeth? Like, is he, orodon- is he an orthodontist? Actually, n- he doesn't have a title. I kind of met him in Chinatown. He has a back office at a Petco over there. And yeah, he just operated um, maybe a couple months ago. Um, He had his instruments, which is basically he had a knife. Uh, He had a couple needles. And yeah, he let me huff something from a weird bottle. It was cool. My teeth are very nice. And like I said, I'm getting a lot of gigs now. Um, Are any of your teeth like elongated fangs or anything like that? Or? No, no, not at all. Okay. No, just asking. I find my, I find it easier to eat meat though. Now, nowadays. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Nick, how about you? Um, disciplining, uh, your offspring. See, I think that if it's good for the United States government, then it's good for me to d- discipline my children with. So automatically waterboarding. I think that holding them down, putting them on underneath water, and then putting a little like a water hose over them, that automatically teaches them how exactly they should or shouldn't act. Just out of curiosity, um, have you ever waterboarded someone? I have. Hmm. How did that go? Well, good for you, I, I'm assuming. Well, I mean, it was fun for me. I mean, that person, I mean, he was unconscious when we finished, but I mean, I think he, I think he was fine. Okay. Um, What's waterboarding? Oh, waterboarding is where you actually, uh, you hold them down over a plank or in a water pool uh, of some sort, and then you uh, put a towel over their head and then pour water. This is a, this is a kid show, Nick. Not a kid show at all. Shh, Nick. 
Okay, so <clears throat> you're telling me when you're in the bedroom with your kid, you do those things? Yes. Actually, not in the bedroom, more like outside. Because you don't get the don't bed want, wet. I don't want to get water all over the place. So you're telling me you don't do this during the act of coitus? You don't... No, this is not a sexual thing. This is a disciplinary thing. For how long? Till they pass out. No, but how long has this been a disciplinary thing? I've always been doing this to my girlfriend. Uh, since I was a kid? My parents did it to me. Wait, I did um, it to them. Wait, did your girlfriend like to be like asphyxiated or something? Like, she, she does. Oh. She, li- she likes to be waterboarded as you have sex with her? Hmm. Yeah, I waterboard her. Sometimes I choke her. Um, sometimes I'll put nipple clamps on her and... She told me this is how adults have sex. Well, some 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 adults do have sex that, that way. That, that is, she that did is not very, lie to you. She didn't lie to you at all. You're telling me that there's other ways. Yes, most definitely. That is hilarious. Well, why, why is that so hilarious? Yeah, because I thought that was the only way you can have sex. See, um, when Simon, 35 year old man that uh, was my roommate when I was 14, and raped you. He did not rape me. He probably it was consensual. <laughs> it was just a mouth rape. <laughs> it was just a mouth baby that we had. <laughs> it was just coming in my mouth that I spit out and said, hello, it's Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> but anyway, he did not rape me. <laughs> okay. Anyway, he told me that's how he has fun. That's how he rock and rolls. Okay. So, um, but just to, you know, just like anything else, you know, um, there's numerous ways to have sexual intercourse. It just doesn't have to be one way. So, so you're telling me you use that as a form of punishment. Yes. That's crazy. Cause it's pleasure for, that's pleasure for me and my girlfriend. Does she waterboard you? No, I don't like it. I almost died one time. If you almost died, then she's not doing it right. Can you, uh, do you, do you see the appeal though? Like why some people would be attracted to it? I can see the, see the appeal. Uh, when I was about six years old, I was in a lake and an older boy held my head underwater and I got the most, mm, the most veiny, the most red hot throbbing erection. Inside your butt? No. I had that erection, Nicholas. Just wanted to make sure. And it was, it was probably the most, the the single most pleasurable experience I've had in my entire life. The feeling of someone, uh, you know, just taking the life away from me and making my vision get blurry and having my lungs almost collapse. It just, it it was almost, it was almost heaven-like. I felt like I could see Jesus himself staring into my eyes and saying, it's okay to come. Holy shit, you're fucked up. JK acting scene. Wow. That wasn't acting at all. That was that was real. That's what that, you think. That was repressed memories, I think. That was that was definitely a repressed memory. I'll repress that shirt wrinkle bottom. <laughs> Alright, power bottom, relax. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Gay people use that word. We can't use that word, guys. Power okay. bottom? We can't use that word, well, guys. I guess for me, I guess the best way I, the way I feel that you could discipline a child is through um, physical labor. Okay, so like mowing the lawn, gardening, stuff like that. No, 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 no. That's much too simple. That's what you know. A seventy-five-year-old man can mow the lawn. Ah, oh, so you're talking about like building a house, you know, fucking yeah, like like reshingling the roof. Um, that's some that's some fucked up shit. 
Well, you know, it happens, you know, like... I think waterboarding is easier. It is easier, but at least to me, I feel like you don't get the point across until, like, you really break their backs. And that means, like, you know, 60, 70, you know, cinder blocks on top of their back going up a hill. See, I only think that'd be great if you put bear traps along the way. You know, it worked when they built the pyramids. You know, everyone stood in line. Like, no one dared to overthrow the 10 people that were watching the pyramid field while they overwatched thousands of people building the pyramid. Still saying bear traps, man. Makes things more interesting. What about you, Justin? You ever, had a, you ever gotten your arm, your leg chomped off by a fucking bear trap? That shit's fucking bomb. Last time I was at a dominatrix club, maybe. <laughs> Chris, let's do a little role play, me and you. Okay. So, I'm your little boy. Okay. You're you. Okay. And you're running into my room. Uh, and you, you're telling me to do... Physical labor. Let's do this. Okay, Let's well, be actors. Okay. Let's do this. Should I just call you Justin for reference just for the sake of the name? You can call me anything you want. Okay, I want to... Okay, fine. Okay, I'll, so what heritage... What, in this case, let's say you did have a kid. Um, he's about five years old. Uh, your wife, what ethnicity is she? Maybe I want to get into character here. Let's have her be uh, from Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe? Okay, I can do that. Okay. I can do that. Okay. Well, whenever you're ready, you just, if you want to, like... like you're you're coming into my room. Okay. So you're, you're, you're going to knock. You're going to go... Okay, you're going to knock. Okay, so... Hello, Dad! Okay, I don't know how that's Zimbabwe... Like, how... The accent just totally threw me off. Are Zimbabwe! You, that's from Zimbabwe. From the UK? Okay. Do you know where the Zimbabwe is? Uh, Hello? I dropped out of school in eighth grade. I don't know where anything is. He's got a point there. We probably okay. shouldn't. Have, uh, well, let's just continue forward with this. Okay, let's do this. Okay, go, okay. go, go. Hello, Dad. Gunther. Uh, yes? Gunther. What the fuck are you doing? What What did I do, Dad? Is it something I did? I told you to clean up this fucking room. This clean is quite sparkly, in it? Are you kidding me? This is, you call this clean? I've put my toys away. I've cleaned up all the crumbs. It seems right, proper clean to me, in it, in it. This place is a fucking pigsty. You're going nuts, Dad. You're off your looper, aren't you? I'm off my, uh, I'm off my looper. Are you serious? Because I'm about to throw you outside and break your fucking back. Dad, you're being a little arsh, aren't you? Gunther, I swear to God, I will fucking kill you right now. That's not nice, Dad. You have no idea how much I wish you weren't my chim, son. Chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim cherry. I will not do backbreaking labor for thee. And scene. That was good. That was good. And if you ever watch Mary Poppins, you know where that came from. It is, exactly. Mm. That got fucking dark. <laughs> I thought fucking waterboarding was bad. Holy shit. Uh, I don't say anything. Just a mask over my head. Yeah. Take them into a dark room. Hmm. Put a bat, put a but, put a towel over them. But you do, you do have a valid point though. If if it's okay for, by our U.S. government, it should be okay for your kids, right? Absolutely. Because the government knows what's best. You know, they're the ones that create you know child services and stuff like that. Obviously, they're looking out for your kids. Exactly. Like one time, I shot my kids with a shotgun full of rubber bullets. How did that end? Well, the, the, my okay. So my son was really scared because he thought it was loaded with like a real bullet. Your son is a pussy, but go on. That's what I was saying at the time. Did you make him like suck the barrel? I put the barrel in his mouth, and then the first time I pulled the trigger, it wasn't loaded. 
Oh, okay. So then he peed his pants, called him a little bitch, had him stand up against the wall, then put the round in of a rubber bullet, and then shot him in the dick. And how hard were you? Not going to lie, I fucked the shit out of my wife afterwards. Was, was, it, that, was it that empowering? Yes, it was. Hmm, interesting. Okay, well, let's move on to our next topic of family. Um, how, as a family, how do we deal with loss? Like, you know, example, let's just say someone dear in the family has passed away. Um, how do you prepare for not seeing that person anymore? Well, well, that's easy. You just burn all their photos. Okay, so just go straight for the source and just act as if they were never existing? Yeah, exactly. You okay. just act like nothing ever happened. You pretend like they never really existed. Like my first wife, no one really knows her name still. Um, Nick, if you don't mind me asking, how many wives have you had? Um, I'm not at liberty to say. Is that because your lawyer said not to comment, or is that just because you... Some are still open investigations. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Justin? Oh, well... Well, like I said, I do live in Los Angeles. Do have a lot of friends that kind of get into a couple mishaps. So if things happen where they, uh, you know, get too much, uh, how you say, uh, uh, what's the street word for this? Cocaine in their nose and they go sleepy sleeps. I do something called let the red out. Let the red out? What, is what that, exactly is, is let that the like red bloodletting? Sort of. You see these red lines going across my arm? Yeah, they're actually inflamed. Like, they look fresh. <laughs> That's called letting the red out. See, you take a nice razor, nice and sharp, and you start slitting, like... <laughs> uh, you are actually, you're actually cutting yourself right now. There's actually blood <laughs> on the table right now. It's... it's Okay, it's called letting the red out. It's a therapeutic um, procedure that a lot of doctors tell patients that they can do to relieve stress and to, and like I said, this helped me get over a couple of my friends' deaths. So do you, so is it therapeutic because of the cut or therapeutic because there's pressure being relieved from the amount of blood you're losing? Actually, I don't really know. I don't know why it feels better, but I know at the end of the day, I'm sleeping easy. Do you feel lightheaded at any time when you do it? Lightheaded. What do you mean by that? Like just That's when it feels like you're a ghost, right? You're just kind of like floating around and your head's like, right? You know, uh, do you want to answer that, Nick, or no? You take that one. No, um, I actually wouldn't know how, to ghost, how a ghost feels like just because I'm, I, I, I'm You never a saw ghost. Ghostbusters? I have seen Ghostbusters with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Bull Murray, of course. I'm pretty sure I ghostbusted all of my wife last night. Mm. That is a hilarious improv joke. I'm gonna keep doing this voice for as long as I can. Krista, no one knows he's actually here, right? No. Awesome. What do you? What do you? What do you mean? Let's just say if you don't make it to your car today, oh well. Anyways, can you please... Okay, let's continue on with the idea of being lightheaded. Lightheaded means you have a sense of, like, you're, you're discombobulated. You can't really not only focus, but it's really hard for you to do basic tasks like standing just because you feel like you're going to... Oh, no, I do all this while I'm laying down. Oh, okay, so just in case if you so, you... so you let the red out, and then you just kind of fall asleep? Yeah, I fall asleep, and maybe after two or three days, I'll wake up. Okay, uh, two or three days, that's a... 
That's a lot of blood for you to be asleep for that long. I don't know. When I wake up, I usually find bandages around my arm. Um, I'm assuming Simon's the one that patches me up. Wait, who is Simon again? Simon. He's my roommate. Remember? Oh, yeah. That's right. The guy who keeps raping you. That's right. He does not keep raping me, Nicholas. Sorry, just, the guy who you wait, keep sucking his dick. Just out of curiosity, when before you let the red out, does Simon give you anything like a glass of water or something like that beforehand, just to like for no, like liquid courage or something? He just gives me a couple aspirins. Aspirins or cyanide? No, they're aspirins. I would know what cyanide tastes like. I've had spaghetti before, Nick. Okay, makes sense. So he gives you some pills, which you're saying are Tylenol, but it no, could, they're aspirins. Tylenol is actually acetaminophen. Aspirin is a whole nother bag. Bag? Wait, what do you mean by bag? A whole other bag. Are you, is that like a form of speech? It's, or a, it's a figure of speech, Nicholas. Just wanted to make sure. So if there's bags of pills in your room, then... He gives me these aspirins, and after about five minutes, I, don't, I stop feeling my legs, I stop feeling my hands, and I just go... Man, just go knock right out. Do you feel like rejuvenated after? Like, do you? Oh, I feel wonderful, but uh, you know, I still have to, I still have to cut myself, let the red out before I even fall asleep. So, it's sort of a challenge. Mm. Hey, does your, uh, does your back ever hurt after you wake up? Or like your butt? No, not at all. Never. No. You okay. might just be used to it. I have no idea what's going on, coming what? from Mister Nicholsby over there, but looks like he has some repressed issues. Mm. Not repressed, just knowing. Hmm. I know them. <laughs> this is a little scary. Isn't that how gangsters talked from like the 1920s? Isn't that how they talked? That, that is how Isn't they, that a good impersonation? That is. Listen to my Morgan Freeman. And they're friend. Hey, Chris, you know you know when you took Al Camaro's gun away from him because you were afraid he was going to blow his brains out? I remember that, yes. Yeah. Do you still have it? I do, actually. It's in the other room. Just want to make sure. Okay. And a new friend. Yeah, I'm going to kill this kid. Was a young white man. And he was escaping from the prison. He had to walk through nine miles of human shit. Was that your Morgan Freeman? That was a wonderful Freeman. Oh, God. He's a dead man. My walk-in is pretty good, too. <laughs> Please don't. Hello! I'm Chris and I'm walking. And I thought you were going to do a walk-in freezer. This is a, this is a watch. This... That your uncle gave you. I'm doing Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Uh, you, you would be awesome if, if he did, like, like what was it? Uh, what's his name? Bobcat? Bobcat. Oh, that's the guy from the 80s. Yeah. I actually hold him in high the highest regards. Um, uh, I think that uh, um, this is a really cool podcast. That's my, that's my Bob. I'm not going to keep... I'm not going to keep doing Bobcat Goldwave for you because he's actually a friend. Okay. And if you listen to this podcast, you know, he might get a little offended. So I'm not going to keep doing that one. Did you also blow him? I did not blow him. Do you want to blow him? Yes. Awesome. Okay. Well, let's continue on with the podcast topic of family. Where the fuck is that going again? Well, right now we, we were talking about like how to deal with the deceased. So let's talk about the number one issue that's plaguing America with family and that is divorce. What's the best way to divorce someone? You know what? I say divorce should go the same way as breaking up. Which is? A shovel in a trash can. So you plan on just murdering the, the other individual? No, or? I wouldn't say murdering. I would more or less say them disappearing, and I'm not entirely too sure where they went. Okay. 
Um, Justin? So what is this divorce you're talking about? It's the thing your parents did. My parents did not get divorced. Are you sure? How do you know? You don't know what it is. Uh, okay. Well, one day I came home and I found both my parents crying. And how did that go? They told me everything was my fault and that I'm the reason that they don't love each other anymore. That makes sense. They told me it's just a part of marriage that people go through. No, no. I do know that I, up until the age of 14, I did have to go to two different houses for Christmas. Yeah, that's called divorce. How do you, how do you, how is that even, how do you spell that? Divorce. Your parents got divorced. No, I wouldn't know if they got divorced. Were they living in the same house as him? No. Uh, I told you. they were. Were they fucking other people? Well, my dad had a girlfriend. She was this um, little uh, Guamanian woman. <laughs> okay, so Guamanian woman. That's that's interesting. Yeah, but everyone's dad had a girlfriend at one point. Not mine. Mine didn't have one from Guam. Wait where, was she, where was she from? Where was she from? I don't, well, it wasn't from Guam. Galizzi, did your dad have another girlfriend from somewhere else? From other, the older country? It may have been the old country. Maybe uh, uh, Sicily instead of Italy. Oh, I could do a Sicilian accent. Please don't. <laughs> Galizzi, I am from Sicily. Do your dad have another girlfriend? I'm gonna blow um, his fucking brains out! I swear to God. What's the difference? What's, be, what's the difference between your Italian over there? What's the difference between your Italian and your Sicilian accent? Well, well Sicilian has a more of a. I, I roll the R's a little bit more. One I'm sorry, say. I didn't notice. Not at all. Well, nuanced acting, nuanced performances. Would Would you mind at least trying again? Maybe I can hear it better. Chris, Chris. Did you happen to have a flight at LAX recently? Because looks like you went way over your own head. Oh, I guess so. Uh, I, I just couldn't hear it. Okay, I'll do it again. Okay. I'll do it again. Thank you. So here's my Italian. Galese, did your dad have another girlfriend? Okay. You sound like Mario. Okay. Uh, Mario is Italian. You so are. you've proven that my Italian accent is quite the killer. Yes, Mario also has the most racist. <laughs> Here's my Sicilian. And mind you, this is sort of a, a southern part of Sicily. That's uh, it's more of a, it's olive country. You ever been there before? I have been to Sicily. Me and S- Simon takes me everywhere. Is it because you're attached to his dick? No, 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 no. We're attached at the hip. Mm. Okay, well, if you don't mind, Sicilian. Actually. Sicilian. <clears throat> Is your dad have another girlfriend from Italy? Yeah, it's the same thing. No, I rolled the R's. Yeah, no, you know what? I, I, I was able to tell the difference. No, same fucking thing. I, I rolled the R's. Sure, why not? Let's go with that. As long as you think you did, that's what's important. So, um, Justin, since you weren't too sure if your parents had a divorce or not, in case you don't know, a divorce is when two married people no longer want to be with each other and they legally separate. And or your dad's fucking some so bitch. I've never heard of this ever in my life. Okay, well, and I've been around a lot of couples. Okay, well, hypothetically, let's say you have a significant other and you no longer love that person anymore. How do you get rid of them? <coughs> what do you mean get rid of them? Well, you want them out of your sight. You don't want to see them ever again. You don't ever want to talk to them again. So how do, what do you do? Well, 
I do know that when Simon is being a little critical of my acting skills, um, I will give him the cold shoulder. <clears throat> Eventually, uh, he finds himself wandering around town, doing a lot of cocaine, and uh, I won't see him for a month or two after that. Okay, so you just ignore the problem. Just ignore him. Okay. <clears throat> so, like, so example, say, for our listeners that are married out there, what you would recommend for your... For our listeners that are um, not in a good place with a relationship, just ignore that problem and either that person will disappear eventually. Look, it's what my parents did to me. They ignored me when I was being bad. They ignored me when I was being good. And that's what I'm just doing to Simon. If I want him out of my sight, I don't let him anywhere near me. I think that's a very good and healthy tactic in order to uh, build a relationship and then slowly let it die. Okay. Just saying, shovel in a trash can with a little bit of lye. Don't have to go through any of that. And lye, this is, that's like a lemon, right? Yeah, we should pour it all over you, see what happens. Lye? I've had had lye poured on me before. It's just a little stingy. Only a little stingy? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you, like, shower in it, or how exactly did someone put lye on you? Uh, hello, tequila shooters, that's what lye is. That is not what lye is. Lye, they're the green little fruits. Someone is trying to kill you. These are the green little fruits that you put on tequila shooters. That's a lime. That's a lime. What's a lime? It's a, it's a citrusy fruit, you know? That's a lie. Wait, what? Like as in it's a lie or? No, that's lie. L-Y-E. That's lie. I I think somebody mixed them up for you. Mm, I would know. Simon is a grocer, by the way. He does work at the Ralph's over on Wilshire. Everyone should go check that out. Say hello to Simon. Which uh, which market? Ralph's. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear the Ralph's part. Yeah. yeah. And he, he gives me a lot of uh, lies when we're at home. Are you sure he just doesn't lie to you? Not... I see where you're going with that. That is, as the French call, double entendre. Correct. And that, when he says that, he means, is Simon trying to kill you? Simon is not trying to kill me with fruit. Oh, my God. What's going on over there? Okay. So let's move on to our next topic of family. And that is, <coughs> if you were about to die, how would you prepare to leave your family? I would set up a bunch of clues. <coughs> clues. Exactly. So like turn your will into like a treasure hunt? Exactly. And then at the very end, it ends with me in my deathbed. And right before I die, I say I, I hid $10 million and then die. That actually sounds amazing. That's like a, a brilliant. I would love to be a part of that. Exactly. See, you would never be resusc- resuscitated faster. Unless you say that. That is true. That, that is true. Your family will definitely keep you alive. They, so that way they can n- not not because they want to see you again. It's because they want that $10 million. Exactly. If you ever want to stay alive the longest, just keep saying you hid $10 million somewhere. You know what? I will start a will tomorrow, and I want to make sure I put, you know, I want to put in a safety deposit box a treasure map, and that treasure map is going to lead to somewhere. And just in case I pass away right before that happens, you make a, you make a videotape. And right before... You say, I hid $10 million in, it shoots to gay porn. Because mm. it got 
recorded over. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Uh, Justin? Can you repeat the question? Uh, Can you repeat the question? Okay. Uh, Say you were about to die and you had to leave a will. How would you prepare to leave your family? I would do it in song. In song? Mm Mm-hmm. God, I wish Big Al was here to kill him. Could you uh, help me out a little bit, Chris? Maybe I can do a little sample for you. Um, sure. I'm not sure how I can help. So just go, bum, ba-dum, bum, ba-dum. Pick it up. Go, so, go, go. Bum, ba-dum, bum. Keep going. Ba-dum. Listen bum, to me. What? I'm going to die. Bum, I don't want to leave you this bum, way. But I'm gonna have to walk out the door My kidneys are failing My heart doesn't work Doesn't make you a stupid jerk I'm just dying I'm just dying You won't see me anymore you won't see me anymore. I'm not saying it's your fault, but you could have been nicer. I'm saying it's your fault, but you could have been more of a person that cared for me. I'm leaving you. I'm leaving you, Simon. I'm leaving you, Simon. Bum, ba-dum. I, I love you, Simon. Bum, bum, bum. Why do we always get guys that cry on the podcast? We attract a certain type of people. Simon, I love you. This always happens every fucking podcast. Someone dies every, over their lover. Someone or cries over their cries lover. over their lover. What the I'm fuck? Sorry, I need every I podcast. Need a, I need a moment. All right, we gotta we gotta fucking fire Rachel. I swear to God, that bitch always seems to fucking find somebody you know, that cries in the podcast. It, it kind of makes sense why Rachel always books people that cries because she's always crying. That Rachel is, is in my accents me. class. Don't you dare talk to her that bitch like is that. Always fucking crying. We need Ra- to fucking fire her. Rachel does the best Italian. She does a better Italian than me. Well, she's about to get fucking fired, so that's gonna be awesome for her. Rachel, don't listen to them. Just listen to your heart. She could find her fucking heart all the way at the unemployment line. Rachel, you can do better than him. You can run away, escape. Okay, so um, as long as she sucks my dick when she leaves, it's fine. So this was our third episode of the Shocker, and we tried to go over family. I think we went over to some extent, which fucking failed again. Again, I think this is our third failure in a row. Eh, we'll go with that. Okay, so um. Let's go around the room, and I'd like everyone to give some closing thoughts on family, the topic of family. And if there's any advice you can give at the last moment, that would be exceptional. At least this podcast can be redeemed in some way. So uh, let's start with you, Justin. Trust me, we can't redeem this one. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Um, okay. 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you guys. Uh, okay. Throw out, um, throw out an occupation. Give me an occupation. Hooker. Hooker. Okay, Doctor. and give me a location. Um, let's go with Baldwin Park. Sure. Baldwin Park. Okay, uh, and what time of day is it? Uh, let's go with 2. What time do you usually take it in the butt? 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. That is actually the, the exact time, so. Wow, good job That's on pretty that good. One. Well, my character. My, my character. Okay. Right, your character. <clears throat> so, my name is Davina. <clears throat> 
Now, if you want to know one thing about family, it's just that you got to you gotta love. You got to provide. You got to spread them pussy lips like a goddamn dragon. You got to make your man come back for more. You got to make him moan like a lion. You got to make your man eat your pussy like a Chinese buffet on the weekend. That's how you keep your fucking family together. That's my advice to you. Now listen, all you Baldwin Parkers out there. Next time you think your man is leaving you for another bitch, shave your pussy. That pussy needs to shine like a brand new Shelby GT. The star of the hit movie Gun and Sex This Seconds with Nicholas motherfucking Big Dick Cage. You hear me out there, Baldwin Parkers? Now, I'll leave you with one more thing. The Vena ain't no fucking ratchet. You see, she fucking gets her fucking money. The Vena gets her shit paid. All right? She pays her fucking bills. Ain't no shame in pulling tricks. Ain't no shame in feeding your kids. But remember, let your man worship that pussy. Remember, pussy is queen. Pussy is green. Pussy is everything. Pussy's family. Thank you. Scene. Why was the pussy green? Money, honey. Makes sense. I think that had an affection. Um, Nick, if you don't mind, your turn. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> All right. Um, just in general for family, worst case scenario, always treat your kids like the U.S. government does. Give them nothing, no welfare, no anything like that. If they go out of line, you punish them like the U.S. government. Either waterboarding, I mean, you pre- I mean, you might shoot them a couple of times. As long as they don't die, it's okay. And last of all, if you really, really want to get, which I want to get rid of your wife, divorce her. All it takes is a shovel, a little bit of lie, a trunk of a car, and a bag. It's about it. Oh, and a good alibi. Very good alibi. Now, am I saying to kill her? No, I'm saying to get all your shit out of the house. But she happens to die in the meantime, that's kind of a twofer. Okay. And lastly, my advice on family is to, um, you know, understand that humans have a need to follow a herd and that if you somehow got yourself entrapped and stuck inside of a family, understand that you can walk away at any moment. You know, you don't know these people. You don't owe them nothing. They are nothing more than strangers, strangers in your life. Just walk away. Remember, it's also easier when you just break into a house and you just show a gun. You can leave at any time. Exactly. Just because no no strings attached. You know, you didn't like this family, move on, find another. Exactly. But make sure to kill that family because they will call the cops. And there goes the, your future family. Yeah, exactly. Okay, guys. Uh, my name is Chris Galizzi. Um, I'm the host here on The Shocker. If we can go around the table and we can go ahead and sign out. Nicholas Valero, co-host. This is the Vena. <laughs> Got you again. It's Justin. Goodbye, everybody. Good night, everyone. Thank you. I'm going to fucking kill this bitch.